Hey yo, Johnny Dumas here, the founder and host of Entrepreneurs on Fire, and welcome to Team Engineer. If you're looking to lead a team of engineers or engineer your team for greatness, tune in now with your podcast hosts, Jade Green and Kyle Probert, and be prepared to ignite. Hello, everybody, and hello, Jade. We are today talking about the great awkward, and for us, the great awkward is we're actually right next to each other. Yes. So, wow. This, this is, is this is the awkward. This is the awkward part. It's like who's going to do what? Where Hold on. How do we do this? How, who's what? Who's talking? Where do the microphones sit? And you know, it's like, hey, do we know how to use this thing? Too? <laughs> <laughs> so this is the great awkward, and Brene Brown's talking about the great awkward as everyone returns to work, mm. and I thought it was actually really topical today because I hope I'm allowed to say it. As we're out in the surf, we swap boards. <laughs> and of course, that's really, really awkward because, you know, you may you or may not have noticed, but we are very, very different surfers and the boards that we need and, and ride are very, very different boards. So it was quite topical that just <laughs> before we jumped on to talk about this, out in the surf, we swapped boards and I'm sure for you, my board um, would have felt like a monstrous log. I was like... I, I dead set felt awkward because I was like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to turn it. I feel like I'm going to go to turn it and it's going to stay there and I'm going to go over here. <laughs> <laughs> and then, of course, for me, it was it was a very, very much smaller board. And I, I really switched on to what Clayton had told us about, you know, the board's not there to get you on the wave. It's not the purpose of the board. And so I really switched on to, okay, the right place, the right timing and all of that sort of stuff so that I could ride your boat. And I was determined. I was stubbornly determined to at least get a wave on your board. And I did. Well, I was, honestly, from what you'd said, I was expecting it to skate out from underneath you. So I was like, you're gonna jump up all heavy footed and it's gonna go, boo, but it didn't. <laughs> no, you you no. look quite comfortable up there. I, once I got it moving and once I found that space, like where I needed to be on the wave, it actually felt quite comfortable. And it was probably actually really good for my confidence yeah. to, I guess, lean into that difficulty mm -hmm. and then achieve it. And, and come past it. Yeah. And honestly, I think the key thing, because I was overthinking your board and thinking, oh, what something's going to happen. I'm going to be like, there's what you think you attract. So let's just, <laughs> let's just call it in. I Actually, I'm going to feel perfectly fine on this. I was like, it's just going to be right, riding a long board. It's no yep. different. Yep. It's going to pop up and it's going to be beautiful. It's going <laughs> to pop up and off you go. Away we yeah. go. Yeah. Kalbunga, dude. Absolutely. So <laughs> it, was, it was really, really interesting to to lean into that and it really applies as everyone's starting to move back to the workplace and as, as I thought about okay people moving back to the workplace really it's not just moving back to the workplace we're both in a lot of recruitment sort of phases at the moment with a yeah. lot of your clients we're recruiting at the moment and so it's not just that return back to the workplace but how's everyone feeling coming into a new job yeah that's that is the big awkward right so you're like <gasps> how do I dress if I don't have a uniform and we talked a bit about that on the onboarding podcast yep. and how we can make it less awkward for them but really if we think about that when like when was the last time you went to work somewhere for the first like first time and how weird did you feel yep. like how orcs like I don't know any of the inside jokes I don't know what those people are talking about I don't know are these people the huggers Yes. Because I'm a hugger. Are we allowed but, to touch? And it's COVID, yeah, so... Uh, yeah, so this is at an extra level, right? So 
if you like even if you go to shake hands some people look at you like you're a leper yeah. Yeah. Uh, me I'm like I'm coming in I'm coming on <laughs> <laughs> I do and announce myself now so even pre beginning COVID I'd come in and say okay I'm a hugger are you a hugger and I'd get like this and then someone would be like I am not a hugger and I'm like okay air hugs Too bad. for you no no air hugs <laughs> but even to make things more awkward because I usually mind valley hug so I come in on the opposite side to go heart to heart. Heart to heart. Yeah. That weirds people out. Why do people all go? Is it? Oh, I get it. Because you usually shake with your right mm, hand. So, you so yes. Up, right? So when you when it's the opposite, everyone's kind of like, what's ah, happening go. around here? We've just solved a great mystery. I, I took to Len. I'm a, I, am, I must be a genius. <laughs> so, of course, everyone's starting to move back to away from and and not everyone but a lot of people are moving back into the office from working from home i saw a really cool photo on i think it was on linkedin and this company told everyone to come to work in what you were wearing at home <laughs> and it was you got it i've got to pay it out like everyone actually played along so there was quite literally the guy in the suit top yeah with shorts on shorts well on. at least he had shorts on yeah he had, the, i was expecting boxes there was pyjama pants. Yeah. There was yep. pyjama pants. So I thought that was pretty funny too. And it really is that awkward thing, isn't it? Like, hang on, I used to wear a suit, but I don't, oh, does it fit me anymore? Yeah. Yeah. Is everyone going to turn up back in the old gear? Considering I got caught on a Zoom wearing nothing but my bodysuit, <laughs> looking like Jane Fonda because I had, I'd, I'd gone out to do <laughs> to do a speaking gig and I got, it was really hot and I was out on my balcony to do it. So I'd taken off my skirt because I thought look if I'm out here I might as well tan my cheeks at the same Absolutely. time so I had a white bodysuit on I had my cons on because my feet were sore on the tiles and then someone said something about the view like they like is that view real and so I went to walk away from the camera to show the depth of field and then got to here and went it's so I'm real. sometimes known as the swimsuit CEO and today I am in my swimsuit like, <laughs> roll into my like literally white socks and yep. white shoes Jane Fonda style absolutely and <laughs> That it's funny how, you know, everyone, I think just about everyone's been caught out at some stage with something like that. And I would hope that maybe we're all coming back together with a bit more compassion for each other. Yeah. You know, a bit, bit more thinking about oh, what, why are they looking at their phone right now or why are they distracted over there? Yeah. Or, well, we've just spent two years having to be distracted. You know, like if you've got kids, yeah, you have not gotten away with a clear day and being able to just knuckle down and do work. <laughs> not a thing. Not, not a, a chance. Thing. And and even, and I, I actually think it's good. I, I think it's really, really good. Being able to go and put the washing on or mm. you know, get dinner started and, and you know, actually integrating our lives into our work rather than, you know, this is this is my block of time that I go and do and this is this is how it all works. So, you know, I think it's going to be a good thing if, if everyone maintains that compassion as yeah. we come back into physical workplaces. Well, I think that's a really important thing because... No one will really have an understanding of what's been going on for everyone else at home. And home life's just been so much more chaotic than probably anything that anyone else has, they've really experienced before. Like kids at home, trying to, like two parents trying to work in the same workspace. People are sick. It's, people are stressed out. Like they've got COVID yeah. fatigue. They don't have the support of family that they used to have. Yep. There's just so many different elements that have just caused this shitstorm that we we don't know what's happened and so 
being able to have a bit of compassion rather than judgment up front, I think is a skill that we really need to teach our people. We were talking about this before in terms of like non-judgment and how do we, how do we equip our people to not be judgy Mm -hmm. and because we assign our, the stories we tell ourselves, we're like, oh, they're on their phone because they're looking at Facebook. Well, (laughs) no, like. Maybe they're waiting on a delivery. They're waiting on a delivery! <laughs> <laughs> Non-stop. With all of these elements and the way that life changed, it's just not the same anymore. And we need to be really careful that we're not casting judgment mm. without asking questions. But also, people have gotten used to, because sometimes people have their Zoom cameras off, like the, the, the facial expressions. And then <laughs> when you're, you're used to being on mute and you sometimes you would think what you're thinking out loud <laughs> and I've heard some stories lately of where people have slipped up not realised that they're not on mute anymore yeah the kids were saying this the other day it's like oh sometimes it's just I forget there's no filter <laughs> I forget to I forget to push the space bar yeah <laughs> and so one of the things that we've done and we've tried to maintain with, with my team in particular and, and your team as well the collective team I guess is is sort of having those conversations about, so what have you been up to? Yeah. And trying to normalise not being in the office but still normalising the situation. Like we, we were, you know, talking over the water cooler or making a cup mm. of coffee or whatever it is. You know, those, those little bits of conversation just to keep everyone in tune with each other so that, yeah. you know, otherwise we're coming back as robots. Yeah. It's so disconnected and it feels like we don't know each other anymore. We don't get a read on them and... We just have no frame of reference because, and we don't know how, don't necessarily know how to start yep. that conversation again. It is literally like when you were that first new day, yep. but unfortunately, it's like we're all new we're now. All so what? New, so rather than like you'd have, say, Brocco in your team that I can imagine someone else's new, their first new day, first new new, new first day, new first day. He'd be like, he'd be like, hey mate, like he he'll break the ice. But if you've got everybody that's feeling like that, who, who's going to step up and break yep. the ice? Yep. Who's Ooh, icebreakers. This icebreakers. is where icebreakers would come in, ah, right? The cards. The, cards. the torture cards. Torture cards. No, they're not torture cards. They're connection cards. <laughs> but it, but that's such a great tool to have something that you're not relying on other people to think of yep. questions or ideas and how do you break that ice? And if you can bring that ritual in, then everyone feels awkward together. Yep. Then everyone is vulnerable together very awkward <laughs> my new clients that you met the other day they they didn't know about icebreakers but they when they came i said okay well, what's going on we're like we're feeling a bit nervous and we had a bet on the way here what time do we reckon the first person's gonna cry i'm like what do you think of me and they're like we've got bets on 10 o'clock and i'm like it's quarter past nine quarter 10 we Damn had, it. yeah yep the cards, cards. Ca- cards came out Fortune first cards. first card out of the box and it was beautiful and it was not it was they weren't bad tears but it was like then the next day i was like who's gonna cry first and it was me oh i was like wait what wait. Oh. what's happening here and who had that bet though Did no one bet on that? me ah. no one bet on me we just we were, there was just yeah. who, what time and how it was gonna happen <laughs> and everyone's like i'm never using these torture cards because we're not having crying at work but they're good often good tears and it sometimes is a little drop but what it really does is it it it's leveling the playing field and it's reminding everyone else that we're all human we're all the same 
we've all gotten through some sort of shit or we've been through some shit or it's just that real way to just get everyone on the same playing field. Yeah, at yeah. least make everyone feel like they're on the same playing field. Because yeah. it, you know, it can be very easy to, you know, look at look at someone over there. Oh, they've got their shit together. Everything's going smoothly for them. Yeah. And and it's the it's the swan thing, isn't it? Yeah. You know, just swan along over here. They're looking beautiful up here, but the yeah. legs are doing these ones underneath. Yeah, the whole so, swanning. You know, we, we it's really really good to let everyone know that we are all human. We are yeah. all that we all face the same problems. You know, we. Our, our food comes from the same place. We drive the same sort of car. Put our pants on the same way. We put our pants on the same way. So, yeah. well, left or right? There's a whole oh. other question. That's a whole other debate. That's, left leg first on. or right leg first? Right. <laughs> I'm like, wait. Fucking <laughs> my brain. I'm like, ah, now do yeah. it the other way. <laughs> but so, I tell you what, though, just on that, the human side of things, we're all human. Because when we've had some really various um, and polar opposite personality types and we've got some people that are quite introverted quite reserved and they do always and their makeup is to always look like I have my shit together cool calm collected nothing rattles me and they're not a sharer then and and some people I heard someone call it rather than what it, was I talking to you about it rather than uh, RBF it was RCF so rather than resting bitch face, it was RCF. So I'll let you interpret that one. And they designed, everyone had done a meaning to this. And then to hear someone like that actually open up and they're like, he is still a mere mortal. He does still bleed red. I'm like, I'm like don't go and cut him. See if he's bleeding. Uh, what color are you? But it, I think it makes a lot of, it makes people able to have more empathy and not start telling stories that, as, through the separation and it helps to stop the judgmental conversations so I think the answer to the great awkward is make everyone as awkward as possible Lead as soon as possible <laughs> um, <laughs> and share like, so it, we, we touched on it just then it's, it's about connection and, and creating and fostering that connection in the workplace with everyone that's, that's really the mm. key to dissipating all that, that tension that comes with returning to the workplace or mm. even bringing new people in you yeah know, like it, it's not just <laughs> it's not just because we're all coming back to the workplace now it's it's also that you know, back the to new, the life place yeah well here's not as awkward i suppose it's not so awkward. it's here. not so awkward it's here, here. Um, <laughs> but even going into like last night when we're going down do i need a mask i don't i'm like i don't know i haven't been over there for a while yeah. you're like well what, am I going to look like a leper if I don't have a mask? And I'm like, I honestly, I actually, yep. I actually don't know. Yeah. And, and then you feel like, if, especially if you walk in unprepared, it's... And this, <laughs> I actually think this is one of the problems that we've got in the current climate. And, and it's exacerbated by people being separated. Mm. Is the, the divisiveness between, you know, what you think and what I think and, mm. you know, mainstream media is creating it and our, mm. our leaders are creating it and i think that's going to be one of the big issues is not only that awkwardness but also the the almost judgment about yeah. you know what have you done where are you up to should yeah. i trust you you know and almost like everyone that comes into the place is is, is well, there's something you know yeah and 
have you got COVID? Do I have to worry? Yeah. Like, it, it's this divisiveness. This, this I think that's the only thing you do actually have to worry about. Do you have the thing? <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you have the thing, don't be a dick, stay home. Yes. But I think that this is the important part that we need to talk to leaders about in, and go, Jeff, strip away everything that's going on, strip away what the, what the actual stuff is, and going back to your own personal values and virtues in terms of are you a business or a person who who doesn't tolerate being like discrimination, bullying, segregation, judge like throwing judgment, like ostracizing people? And if you go that I'm not like I'm not that person or our business is like you see these businesses with we, we, we stand against discrimination and we're in for inclusivity and equality and all of these things. It's like, hmm, your behavior right now makes me question that. No matter what, the, what it is about, but if you're at any point not being at fairness for all or equal or you're throwing judgment or you're, when we're talking about recruitment before, if you're not hiring the best person for the job that can do the job that you need done, yep. then you're being you're discriminating against somebody. Yeah, absolutely. Because of your own bias. We we talk a lot about the virtues of, of a business or the values of a business, and really using that as the filter. And I think I think that's a really really good point mm. that you made there about in in whatever decisions are being made as everyone's coming back to the workplace and bringing people in and even visitors to the workplace because yeah. that's that's a big thing. Yeah, like some places it's it's like trying to get through Fort Knox to be a visitor yeah. and yeah, you know, all of that stuff has people on edge. And I think you're exactly right when you say that you've just got to filter it through your own virtues yeah. and make sure that the decisions that everyone's making align with that and remind everyone of that. Yeah. Yeah, because the thing like we've I've done a lot through with recruitment through not having unconscious bias for preferences. How do we recognize that we might have an unconscious bias when we're hiring for gender diversity, age, race, religion, all of these things that some like it's an unconscious bias, so you don't you're not consciously doing it. But you can often see in an organization because we like people like us. And this is why people end up hiring the they end up hiring people like them in the same profile. It's like they're trying deliberately trying to hire someone to do the shit that they're not good at, and they hire someone just like them. Just like them. Because they yeah. get along and they like me and we, we make friends and now they can't do the job and it's like for the same reason you couldn't do the job. Yep. So it's the awareness of where you may have an unconscious bias or you're pushing your beliefs upon something else. You, you need to then run that filter of hold on, what's my actual virtues? And if I were to make a decision or my behavior based on that, that mm. va- virtue set, Maybe I'd make a different decision, or I'd have to just check in with myself and go, "Where is that? Where is that thought coming from? Where's that feeling coming from? Where do I want to see it?" And then act with intent from there. It's super hard. It's oh. super hard to find that unconscious bias. And mm-hmm. I remember doing the Dads and Daughters program many, many years ago. Newcastle Uni ran it, and it's still they're still running. They're mm-hmm. they're expanding it exponentially at the moment, which is amazing. And they talk about the pink glasses. And so, you know, the, the world, you know, view the world through the pink glasses. Why why are girls' toys pink? Yeah. And boys' toys are blue. You know. But let's get to the core of it. What's the difference between a boy's toy and a girl's toy? Mm-hmm. Absolutely fucking nothing. No. And and that it's amazing how that can extrapolate out. Like we we're we're in engineering and 
it's it's very easy to totally f- forget about girls in those roles mm. when actually there's a whole heap of them and there's more and more and more and you know, often they're better candidates than anyone else yep. but they, they often get I, I would say forgotten about I, mm. I, I wouldn't say necessarily discriminated but I'd say it's really really easy to forget about just totally because of that unconscious bias of well I've only ever seen dudes in this place yeah well, the other thing is, it's the awkwardness of I'm not sure how to behave mm. or whether I'm going to have to adjust for this alien person coming in. Yeah. Not like not saying female, but anyone that's so different yep. to what the collective is. And then it's like, do I, am I going to have to mind my P's and Q's? What if I say something in, inappropriate? How do I need to adjust to cater for this person? Oh my God, it's just easier to go with what I know. Like yeah. we know that we favour the familiar and so the, our bias can lean us to that because it you kind of get into if you get into a bit of a freak out or it might be a little bit hard or yeah. I'm just not quite sure and then it's like the back out so yeah. it's it's a very hard skill to be aware mm. of that situation and you, you actually made me think back to when I was an apprentice um, and, and I wasn't thinking about the awkwardness of bringing someone different into the business so, you know, you found someone that's that's an absolutely awesome candidate, but they are, they're different to the mould, so mm. to speak. And I remember as an apprentice, so underground coal mines, like, there were not women underground. It mm-hmm. just didn't happen. They didn't even visit. Like, if, if they visited, it was it was a shock to see anyone. Yeah. So I remember, I think I was, I don't know, maybe a second year, and we had this girl started at the pit. She was working an undergrad program as a geologist. And so... Her, her job was to come and work with the team mm. underground, get the feel for what's going on, how all this stuff works, and apply her new skill sets. Man, those guys were awkward. Holy <laughs> dooly, were they awkward. Now, this girl, and, and she was fantastic, newer stuff. She, she was you know, absolutely amazing at what she did, mm. but swore like a sailor. <laughs> and didn't that make the guys uncomfortable? So not only have we brought this alien into the place, yeah. But she's actually one of us. Yeah. Like, now brain, <laughs> brain, explosion. Yeah. Yes, it was. It was really, really funny to think back and reflect on. Yeah. You know the those guys that yeah probably handled just about anything else in the mm-hmm. world except a female. <laughs> <laughs> it, but it really, but when when it when we start having these thoughts that we have to question how we're behaving, and then we're not maybe in our authenticity that's when our awkward level goes up and then we start to adjust and then everything's you know a bit bit too hard but it's like what can we do to equip our workforce to either like it's a massive skill like there's there's so much work's being done about how to uh not see the color of a skin or to see just the human and the same like the work around or I'm still like we have to play the strengths and the weaknesses of each gender or or just the leveraging of the feminine masculine and that but to it's a it's a very unique skill to be able to remove the the mm. bias and non see the non like not see the gender not see the, yeah, everything. the, the everything everything and when it comes to what we're dealing with right now you've got to be giving the tools to your team to give them, like, don't expect them to have figured this shit out themselves. 
don't expect <laughs> that they know how, like if they get triggered by something, not to Lashes. blurt something out yep. or because they're feeling unsafe, mm. say something that's really offensive yeah. or yeah. unfair or judgy. I've always made it a point with all of our team is that, you know, we're, we're, a, we're a rather boisterous group of people and particularly if we're all in the, in the office together and, you know, there's swearing goes on, there's probably inappropriate comments made and all of that sort of stuff. And, <laughs> and pictures I'll, drawn. And pictures get drawn. They're, look, they're, they're, they are artists. They are, they Someone hacked the weather good. system the other day. They did. A, yeah. so, <laughs> and, but I've always made it a point with everyone that comes in that, you know, if you're offended by something, make sure you speak up yeah. because no one here is trying to offend you. Mm. No one wants you to be offended. So there might be off-the-cuff comments made and it's not necessarily an underlying mindset or belief or anything that's coming out. It's just a stupid comment. Like, yeah. we're tradies. Like, we make stupid comments all the time. Come yeah. on. <laughs> so it's, I think... If we, if we sort of break down the things that we need to do, particularly mm. as leaders, you know, one of them is to make sure that everyone is being authentic. You, yeah. you said that a few times. So just being authentic. And sometimes that's making stupid comments that upset people, and those upset people need to make sure they, they actually mm. speak up about it. But the second one that I think that we've spoken a lot about is making sure that that connection is built, either mm. before or as people are coming back into the workplace. Um, make sure we're building that connection and yeah. actively doing it. Well, because when you actually see the real human inside it, instead of just someone that does a job description and you and you know them as a human, you're far more accepting, you have more compassion, yeah. you are less judgy, um, you remember that they're just like you and have feelings too. They have feelings. And so you're, you can still be in authenticity, but because you don't have this block of, I don't know you so it doesn't matter to me, or you're separate yep. to me, this separation, yep. There's the more, uh, so rather than separation, there is the connection or oneness, yep. then there's less likely to be those issues. Yep. 100%. There's something I was going to, I've lost it. Ta-da. The forklift just went the past. The forklift. We took your idea away. Yeah, it so, stole me. So, uh, look, it's really, really important, the connection piece, making sure that we're helping our team to develop the connection piece. And... It's back. Well, when we were talking about tradies a second ago, and how we talk in a workplace and what's acceptable. I was reminded of actually a place where my ex used to work uh, in what would be perceived of white collar construction. So uh, corporate fit outs and things like that. And there was just a dead set rule that on site, there's no swearing on a site if, like, if it's a client yep. site. And it's a no, like no, no, no tolerance. And there was, certain, there was other things around because they had a really diverse workforce, right? Yep. So lots of different nationalities, lots of, where lots of um, different nat uh, nationalities but religions as well so there would be people that would be practicing ramadan and so they had to have some really clear mm -hmm. rules around we don't talk about politics we don't talk about religion we don't the rules for life yeah we don't slag races uh, we don't like we don't have uh like a elitism about a certain race and we we do not tolerate swearing on client sites like when when they're uh, an open site yep and so it just gave the boundaries of what's acceptable and what's ex not acceptable. And it was across the board. So there was like, we'd, we'd, like there's no racist jokes. There's no, like it might be funny, but we, we just don't do it. Yeah. Like yeah. even, and even to the point they were like, cause you know, no, Irish, but I, 
but that's a joke about an Irishman. Uh, it's like, no, no. Yeah. No, can't do it. Even, not even about yourself. Yeah, not even about yourself. <laughs> so I think that at this time when we've got people coming back and we've got different views and different people, like whether we're, we've, we've done the vaccination or not done the vaccination, there I go, got over the awkward, it's out. We're like awkwardly not saying it the whole time. And rather than, it just doesn't need to be a conversation because it's not relevant yep. to your workplace. You're, you're not going to just walk up to the random newbie and go, excuse me, are you a Muslim? Where, where, where are you up to? You like, did you, you just, vote for yourself? Yeah. Like, you, that's just, so like politics, religion, like the stuff that you're not allowed to talk about on a first date, no work stuff. <laughs> like. <laughs> oh, and there it is. There's the micro yeah. moment. If you wouldn't talk about it on a date, don't talk about it with your colleagues. Yeah. Um, but I will say, be authentic. First date. Connect with everyone. <laughs> and you know, most of all, get along with each other we are all humans so let us yeah. know how you go with your great awkwardness drop a message below above left or right wherever it pops up in your feed and let us know what your great awkward's been like i'm kyle this is jade today i'm jade yeah no. <laughs> and that is diva get out of the shot get out of the shot get out of the shot let it do its thing what, what an let amazing circle yeah look at that pride and joy right there <laughs> no it's still getting it's not, still taking the limelight Okay, guys, you know what to do. Make sure you subscribe and we want to hear what your leadership tools and tips are too. Thanks for listening to the Team Engineered podcast. Are you ready to build a kick-ass team, weaponize your workforce and live an epic life? If so, connect with us at www.teamengineered.com. And while you're at it, be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts.